this special Tuesday, Wrestling Tuesday, on a Wednesday night at 9.03 p.m. Central Time, is brought to you by DraftKings. Go to DraftKings.com, sign up, use the promo code WMVP. College football, the NFL, is right around the corner. Check it out. DraftKings sponsors this special emergency podcast of Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Don't forget, every Thursday, check out Good Karma Wrestling. If you're listening to this, you know Brian, Gabe, and yours truly take care of you every Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 Pacific. You can find us on YouTube. Go to Good Karma Wrestling and find us there. And soon we got some big news about Good Karma Wrestling, another place where you can find us. We'll tell you about that later on. But first, I got to cut off the theme here because what the hell happened in Cleveland, Ohio? What happened there? So all day, get off of work at 10 a.m., and I'm cleaning up around the house, and I'm just pacing the floor, and I'm in anticipation of AEW Dynamite from Cleveland. And the reason why is because we're going to see title for title. The interim champion, John Moxley, against the champion, Chicago's own CM Punk, and we got a squash match. After the first hour of AEW Dynamite, I said, hmm, wonder when this match will take place. And we come to find out it happened at 8 o'clock, p.m. Central Time on Wednesday. And I thought, hmm, so this is going on at the top. And I thought, okay, this could give it, you know, go 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes. And then the six-man tag, the semifinals for the trios championship will be the last half hour. I get that. Both matches are going to be a banger. If that was going to be the hour, I had no problem with that. I just didn't know that the championship match would last just like that. That's amazing. What happened there? Amazing. So CM Punk comes out there with all the bravado from the week before and the shooting he did with uh, Hangman Adam Page in which Page didn't come out and all this talk. And then Moxley comes out, didn't say a lot, but then there's a brawl between the two the week before. And so the question going into tonight was, why have the match? Why have it before All Out in Chicago? It only makes sense, right? Your pay-per-view is right here in front of you in Chicago. It's going to be sold out at uh, the Now Arena in Hoffman Estates. It's CM Punk's backyard. It makes sense, right? CM Punk against John Moxley. Whatever happens, you want to do it in front of the biggest house, in front of the biggest audience. No, not the case. It's interesting that how quick that match was, number one. But number two where CM Punk does that roundhouse kick and he holds on to the plant leg and the plant foot. Not necessarily the foot that he broke, but as he planted, and they showed the replay a couple times, there's where the injury happened, and then there was John Moxley capitalizing one, two, three. Boy, that sounds like a lot of guys with egos in the business. And I'm talking about, talking about CM Punk. I want you to think about all of the greats over the last 10 years that have lost a championship or lost a big match, uh, like in very short form, like John Cena losing. He, he, when he lost, when he was the champion, when he was going, uh, John Cena did not lose in 30 and 35 minute matches. He lost quickly. Uh, Brock Lesnar has lost in very quick fashion. The same thing with CM Punk. I don't know if he's really 100% or not. I have no idea. But my point is, though, is that that was a shocking development. 
that CM Punk not only lost the match, but as quickly as he lost the match. And so all the controversy, all the scuttlebutt online was CM Punk was unhappy what's going on at AEW. And of course, you know, CM Punk's buddies, FTR, many others will say, no, it's just overblown. The internet is going to, they're going too far. It's not happening. You know, everything is fine in the back. CM Punk has some issues. I will tell you, CM Punk has some issues like any other employee would have a problem with their job. And I have a feeling, and we'll find out in maybe 24 to 48 hours, that CM Punk probably didn't want to lose the championship. Probably didn't want to lose the championship in Chicago in front of his home folks. But he didn't mind dropping it in Cleveland. It sounds so much like Bret Hart. And Bret Hart seems to be a name and a story around this company. Even though Bret doesn't even work for AEW. Whether it is a tribute match done by uh, FTR or by Dax Harwood. Or whether it is CM Punk giving you know Bret Hart his kudos. Remember Bret against Sean? The documentary's been out for years and years. The WWE documentary, the AEW, the uh, A&E documentary. You know where I'm going with this. The whole thing where Bret Hart did not want to drop the championship to Sean. I'll drop it anywhere. I'll drop it to anyone, but I just won't do it in my own, own hometown. I won't do it in Montreal. I won't do it in my home country. And then Vince and Jim Cornette and uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels is like, well, fuck that. You're going you're gonna to do the business, you are going to drop the championship one way or the other, or we'll take it off of you. And that's the whole thing where, you know, Brett screwed Brett and all that kind of stuff. Well, from CM Punk, he lost the championship in less than five minutes to John Moxley. And I think that there might have been an issue where maybe Punk didn't want to do business in Chicago, didn't want to have this buildup, or maybe he wasn't 100% and decided to drop it on Dynamite. All I know is I have a lot more questions than answers. Like, so is the AEW Heavyweight Championship, will that be defended in Chicago by John Moxley? Will there be a rematch with he and Punk? You know, the story was, oh, Punk, he came back too soon, and that's why he's writhing in pain and had to be helped out of the arena. And then, like, the promo afterwards was very telling from Moxley as well. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Was that not how that was supposed to go? Best in the world, my ass. All the people that are surprised right now, they're the same people that wanted to rent my obituary the moment CM Punk came back. They're the same people who wanted to call me interim champion, the same people who always write me off. And those people, they don't matter. They never did. The truth is, the answer to every problem, any problem you might have in professional wrestling, the answer is always John Moxley. There is only one John Moxley. There is nobody that can do what I do like I do. I am professional wrestling. I'm not just some guy. I am the guy in this industry. And there are no limitations on what I can do. And I don't follow any rules. Everybody's always asking... When is it going to be my time? When is my time coming? I'm telling you, my time is right now. Right this minute, 2022. We're living in my time is now. My time is right. God damn now. Ah, 
CJ Taylor, I need to talk to someone about this because I can't believe that happened in Cleveland. CTJReport.net. That's where we go right now as we have our conversation with CJ Taylor. He joins me right here for the special TWT. <sighs> Taylor, what happened? Explain it to me. I, I'm just as flabbergasted as I'm sure everybody else was uh, watching that. I mean, was that even five minutes? No, it wasn't even five minutes. I don't understand. Like, as I laid this out before I called you, my thought was, okay, so it was confusing to start with to have this match, not at all out in Chicago, but having it in Cleveland. Okay, so, I mean, my thought was, is that, okay, maybe this is not a real finish and that you have the rematch in Chicago. You didn't even get that. You got a match that was five minutes. I put on I put on uh, Good Karma Wrestling on on Twitter and was like, "This feels like Bret Hart. Like, yeah, you know, I'll drop the title, but just not in my hometown. I mean, I'll drop it right. in Cleveland. I'll drop right. it, but I won't drop it in Chicago. Like, is that the whole controversy that's been happening with CJ with CM Punk behind the scenes? What's been? What, I don't understand. I, I mean, but let's not act like you know CM Punk you know, isn't afraid to put somebody over in his hometown. I mean, sure, it wasn't a, a, a huge pay-per-view, but MJF went over against CJ Punk in Chicago. True. At the Wintrust Arena. So I'm just not sure what that was. I think he was, I think he was just legit hurt. Like, even as I saw him walking into the ring tonight, I was like, something doesn't look right. It looked like that, uh, I think it was his left foot. It looked like it was taped. You know, extra, extra tight or a little bit more. He, he just did not look right. And again, if you're gonna do that, why have him hobble out there and have him drop the title of Mox in, you know, four minutes or, or whatever? Just wait until he's completely 100% healthy. You could have had Mox face pretty much anybody. And it could have been still, you know, box office. So now my question to you is, what are we doing for All Out as your main event? Well, exactly. Like, is there a rematch? I mean, because if Punk's not healthy now, when will he be healthy? I mean, you know, the the one thing that is true is that Moxley had a hard time, not just on TV. He didn't like to be called interim. Because maybe he knew that CM Punk's foot was never going to be, wasn't going to heal right away, and it didn't. We hadn't seen him wrestle in a long time. And so, ultimately, maybe Moxley was like, hey, man, I'm, I've been carrying this championship. You keep calling me interim. I'm the man. And I think maybe Punk had a thought, okay, well, can't you wait for me to heal? And, like, Moxley probably was like, no. I mean, I don't know what that is. But I think that it's a salient point when you ask, like, if I'm going to go to Hoffman Estates, in which I will be at All Out, what, what's the main event? What am I going there to see? Yeah, I mean, at, at this point, I mean, is the trios uh, uh, championship, you know, is that your main event now? I mean, does... I'll stay my ass home if that's the main event. <laughs> that's too much damn gas. Fuck all that. <laughs> I mean, you have to do something. I, I think let's get saved. If out of the blue at either, well, it had to be uh, Dynamite because they won't do that for Rampage because, you know, it's Rampage. Right. Uh, if, if MJF shows up 
you know, Mox is cutting the promo, you know, pretty much like he did tonight, and MJF shows up. Somehow I think MJF is involved in this one way, shape, or form. I don't know if that's going to be in Chicago for Dynamite that he asked for a championship match. I, I'm not sure what it is. I figure that MJF's going to figure into this somehow. But I, but I guess I'm just confused, CJ, because I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how healthy or how unhealthy Punk is. Like, when will we see him at full strength? Like, Moxley being the champion does not bother me because we've seen him as the champion. I mean, he every week he's out there bleeding. He, you know, it's, 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 it's amazing. He wasn't in the ring long enough to bleed. That's how quick that match was uh, against Punk. <laughs> I actually thought the kick to the head that Punk uh, did get, was that was going to be the point where he bled. Right, it's like I mean, the match was so quick he couldn't even cut himself. So that that's messed up. But I think it's a good question of like, what is going on with Punk? That I, I'm wondering about that. Like, and when will he be healthy? Because Chicago is really predicated on what Punk does. Quite frankly, because yes, it's going to be sold out. Yes, people are going to have a good time. All three shows, but people do want to see Punk wrestle if he's available. Oh, absolutely. And if he's not 100% and, and not really ready to go, um, that's that's going to put a huge monkey wrench, you know, into this whole upcoming week. You know, this is AEW for, you know, all purposes. This is their WrestleMania. Yeah. You know, this, is their, this, is their, this is their A pay-per-view. And if you don't, if you don't have CM Punk there, I, I think it just, it, it hurts it a bit. I um, so what do you think of Moxley as champion for all this time as interim and now actually the real world champion? I'm good with it. I mean, like I said, it could have gone either way. You know, had Punk been healthy and uh, actually, you know, they had that match and Punk went over, I'd have been fine. Or if Moxley goes over, I'd have been fine. Um, either one of them uh, uh, would work. Moxley works. You know, he's got this you know badass thing going. Um, like you said, he bleeds every week, yeah. and, uh, and uh, you, you know you're gonna get, uh, you know you're gonna get some quality wrestling whenever Mox is in the ring with anybody. Um, I, I, I just, I, I just wonder what Tony Khan was, what was doing backstage, you know, trying to hash all of this out, um, knowing you were coming close to your A pay per view that you. Like I said, again, unless MJF comes out on Wednesday or comes out, you know, before All Out to, to challenge for the belt, you gotta ask yourself, well, who's Moxley based now, you know, as champion? Right. Because you gotta have, if in a major event, you have to have a title match. And I guess maybe that will unfold um, on Wednesday in Chicago, next Wednesday, because um, because Rampage is taped, so... It you we have to we'll have to figure that out. I'm just uh, I don't know. I'm just tripping on it, man. I just think that's just uh, amazing because all this build up. And so my thought was when I start to see that the world title match is going to unfold at eight o'clock uh, in this in this top of the second hour, I said, okay, 
man, this can go 20 minutes or so, and you still have time for the trios match. Like, I didn't, you know, they could have treated the trios match as like a standby. Like, hey, this is going to be a banger, but who knows? This world title match might last 30 minutes, 35. Who knew? I, I had no idea what to expect. So, you know, I see people on Twitter being suspicious, like, I should have known when it started at 8 o'clock. Like, well, I mean, look, if you put the trios match on first and then put the world title match on uh, last, I mean, one thing for sure that people don't know is that you pay for that overrun, right? Like, you weren't going too deep into battle bots the next, the next show. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not paying. It's not like the... the handshake agreement that the WWE has with the, AD, the, the um, USA Network where they can go five, seven minutes into the next show. Um, yeah. that, that's a long time relationship. This is new for Tony Khan. So there's been overruns, but not too deep. Maybe one minute, maybe two minutes, but you pay for that extra. So my thought was like, okay, you know, I mean, you can get both in, in, in the hour, but I just didn't expect it to be so damn quick. I mean, it was it was amazing. And yeah, maybe CM Punk doesn't mind losing that quickly, but I just if he's not hundred percent, you had to get the title off of him. You you had to. I mean, I I know that in the K world that you and I grew up in, what was it, the um a champion must defend his championship within thirty days or have it stripped. Remember that? Exactly, yeah. Are you yeah. too young for that stip? <laughs> like, are you too young for that stipulation? That used to be a thing back in the day. Oh, right? no, that, that was definitely a thing. Uh, it, it was definitely a thing back in the day. Yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, I, I, I was kind of like you. I was like, oh, it's at the eight o'clock hour. All right, this is probably gonna be like the, it's gonna be like a twenty twenty five minute match. Yeah. And all the while, I'm still thinking there's gonna be some shenanigans. Like they they gotta extend this in the next week. Like somebody's gonna come out and interfere, maybe a double count out, something. Uh, but for for you know, Punk to just get squashed like that, and that's what that's what that was. That was a squash match. Um, that that was a head scratcher. It was, and and so while this is going on, I'm still distracted for the rest of the hour. Ricky Starks had a hell of a promo. That dude's a star, man. Fire. Like Fire I tell you, promo. like Tony Khan can just assume that these people are going to stay in his company. You don't think Triple H is looking at a guy like Ricky Starks? Like, oh my God, he's the he's the next Rock, right? I mean, just the hair, the way he wears his shirt, the way the Rock did early in his career. I'm not saying that he is the Rock. What I'm saying is, is that the characteristics of personality, the uh, the mannerisms, the uh, charisma. The wrestling ability, it's all there. Like, the package is there. And so I hope Tony Khan doesn't take him for granted because that guy's a star. So I'm watching that promo. But while this is, that six-man is going on, CJ, I'm like, I'm still thinking about Punk. <laughs> like, as, as much as that six-man was pretty good, I have to go back and watch it because I was completely distracted. Like, what's going on with Punk and what's going on with Moxley? Like, I'm still, it, it was one of those things where it happened and I was distracted for the rest of the show. Yeah, and... You know, um, the the promo, like you said, from Starks was great. The uh, that that trios match um, again, you know, bodies just flying all over the place. Uh, but again, that does kind of bring in mind the the kind of the question of like you and I are distracted. Like all I'm trying to thinking about are the angles, you know, with with Punk and Mox at this point. Meanwhile, like you said, a fire promo was cut. He had a great six-man tag match, but I wonder how many people in the at, at, at the arena was also distracted by that. Yeah, I mean, 
I think that people enjoyed the six man. They enjoyed Ricky Starks, but I'm sure there was a, if we were there, we probably would hear the murmur of the crowd like, what do we just see here? And then you can't help but to look, you know, over your shoulder and just kind of like, so what was that all about? The stuff we kept reading about Punk having a problem and this whole thing with Hangman Page and how does he get involved? Like all this stuff, man, because it's all over the internet. You know, and so I, I, I don't know. I mean, there was an AEW talent meeting before this show in uh, in Cleveland where Tony Khan talked to a lot of the talent about what's going on. I have to read into it from Fightful.com to read more about it. But I mean, there, there was that's a lot, man. I mean, and by the way, as I mentioned at the top of this thing, it was his plant foot. And not I mean, that's what it is. He grabbed his plant foot, not the one that was injured. So. People are saying that was the wrong foot. Oh no, that was like no. He grabbed his plant foot to tell the story. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, you're exactly right on that one. I'm just. What, what the time is it now? It's what ten thirty six, nine thirty six. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I called you for answers. I mean, uh, I didn't. I didn't call you for Aussie Open. I, I called, I called you. I didn't call you for Kip Sabian. I'm like, after all this, we end with Kip Sabian. Like, I give a damn. Like, really? Like, oh, like I was flat. I couldn't care less about that. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah. I just. So what happens to Homeboy? That's the question. What happens to Punk? So, I'm sure you've been reading that. You know, at some point, CM Punk's gonna turn heel. Was this the you know? squash match you know he did get a little bit of a mixed reaction in Cleveland but again it's Cleveland um does that squash match now lead to the heel turn that that a lot of people are are expecting because he, he they did kind of you know show him looking back you know he's looking at box he's looking at the ring you know just just kind of that little attention to detail like type things just makes me wonder if he's gonna you know the next time we see him you know maybe he maybe he attacks Mox after a Mox match I don't know I, I, well I would imagine so but somehow some way I think you're right that MJF finds his way into this I, I'll you, can you have a pay-per-view without the heavyweight champion be at the top of the card yes you can uh, I just think that would be odd if you if you did that. I think Moxley and they already planted the seed tonight of some matches that we should see. I mean, Jericho and Danielson should be unbelievable. Um, oh, yeah. You know, FTR being part of a six man where the Motor City Machine Guns are back with Jay Lethal. I mean, it's kind of like Impact versus uh, AEW. That's fine. I just yeah. know all I know, CJ, is if I'm a guy in the back, I'm like, and, and I don't get utilized very often. I'd be like, damn, you got to bring people from Impact in, and I'm still sitting in catering? Exactly. And, and, to, your, and to your question of uh, can a pay-per-view be, be had without the, uh, the heavyweight title? Sure. But, but this isn't Great Balls of Fire. This isn't, um, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Backlash. <laughs> this, this, this is all out. So Tony kind of better be thinking of something to... Uh, you know, maybe Mox. Here's a thought: Maybe Mox issues an open challenge while he's at all out, and then MJF walks out. I like that idea. I think you might be hitting on something. 
All I know is that what happened with Punk, they could have done with Thunder Rosa as well. Thunder Rosa is not 100% and she gets pinned by Britt Baker in an impromptu match. And give her yeah. give her a damn title back where that she belongs, that she deserves. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. You know, AEW's hitting on on some things and then there's other things that just kind of kind of make you scratch your head and be like this is this is real curious booking it is but there's something going on behind the scenes and we're going to learn this on good karma wrestling brian gabe and i will try to further break this down and maybe there'll be more information overnight that we could bring to the show on thursday at seven o'clock eastern four pacific you can find the show on youtube and of course if you follow us on gkw underscore wrestling you'll be able to see our feed on the twitter feed of good karma uh radio station so i just want to reach out to you man of this emergency podcast because I thought that maybe I was having a fever dream. I just saw the homie lose the championship to John Moxley in since in uh, in Cleveland. I can't believe that, but it it happened, and now I'm even more confused <laughs> after this match. So you're gonna be both. Oh man! All right, man. Uh, what's new on uh, CTJReport.net? What have you been working on? What are you doing for the culture? Uh, you know, uh, I'm probably gonna get into some pettiness. This weekend, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a little talk about. Uh, I know you, you may not watch uh, Love and Hip Hop. I don't either. Uh-huh. <laughs> there was a clip that went viral with Ray J, so I'm gonna have a little fun with that over the weekend. I, I bet. I bet the two M's watch it. Mon- uh, Monisha and Michelle. I bet they watch it. Uh, no, she's she's not a Love and Hip Hop watcher. Really? Really? Huh? Really? I I I think I might have seen this in my back room at from time to time, uh, asking what is that. So I'm interested in that. Sure, sure. Yeah, and um, uh, you know we're getting close to the football season. Uh, have some some thoughts on the Bears. Not much because I don't expect much. All right, check it out. Again, ctjreport.net. Hey, man, thanks for this impromptu conversation. When I'm confused, that's when I call you. <laughs> so, t- man, appreciate <laughs> you having me on, and uh, definitely be uh, looking forward to uh, GKW tomorrow. All right, brother. Thank you. All right.